Okay, this isn't going to be an e- easy episode to record because I feel like these Japanese philosophies and ways of life are just so ingrained in me from my Japanese mom that it's more of like a feeling than actually understanding like these things on a conceptual level. But that makes me more excited because it means it's going to help me understand like how my own philosophies like the underpinnings of my own philosophies and how I was raised and how I was brought up but I think the thread that connects all of these um, Japanese philosophies that I'm going to talk about together is just this idea that I always talk about without even realizing about just appreciating and accepting everything and living in the present moment and not trying to have control over things and just accepting things as they are Um, but I think that these concepts when you really understand them and put them into practice in your own life it's just like such an easy way to remove stress to remove unhappiness discontent you just open your eyes to what is already in front of you and learn how to just be and I think a lot of people can find happiness through that through that perspective And I've always been really interested in the differences between Japanese um, philosophies to life and Western culture, just because I've had, I have a Western dad and a Japanese mom. But I think that like, you know, growing up in Western culture, it's all about chasing the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. No one's ever truly happy when they're always yearning for more and I think these Japanese concepts teach you to just live life in a way which allows you to be fully in the present moment and just aware and appreciative of everything just taking in everything I can't start this episode without talking about wabi-sabi first everyone has heard of wabi-sabi I think even if you don't know what it is and it's the kind of concept that underpins all the other concepts that I'm going to be talking about um so the way that um westerners understand wabi-sabi is kind of like the Japanese aesthetic of finding beauty in impermanence and imperfection um so it's like the zen buddhist concept of beauty seen through appreciating the imperfections in nature just your environment um in which everything is just impermanent nothing lasts forever and this philosophy of wabi-sabi basically appreciates everything that is real authentic natural organic by acknowledging three basic things nothing lasts nothing is finished and nothing is perfect And if you look at that in a personal sense, that means like graciously accepting your own and other people's flaws and being okay with that and not finding peace with your imperfections, but also realizing that no one can ever be perfect. And that also means that there's always more to learn. But in Western culture, people try to make things last forever and to make them perfect, I think. And it's not really an accepted concept to just appreciate what is already there and to enjoy imperfection, to enjoy fleetingness, because maybe in like Western ideology, it's 
that would be seen as like being lazy or not being ambitious or aggressive and determined in a good way um but there definitely is this sense of just always being hungry for more in in western culture and that kind of has the collateral damage of not always appreciating what you already have what is already right in front of you and being content and finding fulfillment in the now um but even with botox for example like it's so normal to do botox now like i know people in their 20s doing it like as a preventative measure and it's so normalized and no one wants to have wrinkles but like for me i'm so happy to have like wrinkles in the future it marks my life experiences it it marks like the endurance of going through hardship it marks my laugh lines it's just symbolic of the fact that i've lived a full real good life you know um and i think it's sad that like botox is so normalized because it means that we're so afraid of change and so afraid of like showing age and obviously like it means that we're really attached to superficial concepts of beauty but to me like the wrinkles that you develop over time is something to cherish it's something that represents your passage through life through time and all that you've seen all that you've accomplished there's nothing scary about that um but maybe that is a wabi-sabi mentality of just like being okay with accepting the impermanence of things and not trying to last forever and kind of appreciating like the divine way the divine order of life before i get rudy into wabi-sabi i just have to say thank you so much to my friend sarah um who was amazing she shared me with me her essay that she wrote on wabi-sabi when she was at uni um but this helped me so much because like obviously growing up with a japanese mom it's just these kinds of concepts and these this like way of life was just always just never really like explained from like an academic concept it was just subtly ingrained in me through all the different like things that my mom taught me um or the way that the way that my mom raised me um so it was really helpful to see like a perspective on wabi-sabi from someone who's been brought up in a more western culture because i think it's easier to see like how we differ and easier to kind of identify what it actually is but in my friend sarah's essay she basically argues that wabi-sabi is obviously used in like western culture as like a minimalist design aesthetic but it's misunderstood as just that like minimalist aesthetic and it's like philosophical deeper meaning is completely overlooked i also found it really interesting that she highlighted how western culture is all about grandeur it's about excellence and um excess and elegance um and this is because of like the culture that privileges materiality um but wabi-sabi is the complete opposite of that it does not care about um excess or anything that shines and like stands out um and 
it's more of like an integrated approach to spirituality to like state of mind morality metaphysics um and wabi-sabi appreciates that beauty is subtle it's not about like sticking out and and i think the subtlety of beauty alludes to how beauty can be found in imperfection in what is not necessarily conventionally like beautiful um and in her essay she talks about how in wabi-sabi it really appreciates how all earthly things eventually come to an end and going back to like botox or like going away from the whole impermanence of things i think wanting to change the divine order of things is inherently kind of self-centered and putting too much weight on yourself because it separates you from how you are connected to everything else in this world so the way i see it like with botox or with wrinkles is that like it marks my experience of the world around me and to want to be different to the natural way of life to natural aging process to not want that to happen kind of is going against like divinity i think but i really like this distinction between the western ideology of valuing status and power and luxury um which wabi-sabi doesn't um but i think these like ideas of like status power and luxury these are all things which create more distance between ourselves and everyone else and it's funny that the west idealizes that so much um but i i remember hearing something a few years ago about how the more wealth you accumulate the more you are creating situations in which you are isolating yourself from the rest of the world you're creating more space between you and everyone else so you live in a bigger house you're more spread out from your family and you've got less contact with your neighbors um you no longer take public transport so you're more isolated whilst you're traveling to and from different places you're not like interacting with society as much um you buy a first class ticket and not economy on on a plane means that you're basically isolated on the plane you're like you have your own space you're alone you're not like as integrated with the rest of the world um and i don't know if that's something to idealize and i think what uh, sarah's essay highlighted is that when the west try and mimic uh the wabi-sabi aesthetic they're they seem to only be replicating the visual qualities and not wabi-sabi in terms of the way of life and i think that's so interesting that that's what tends to happen because it just highlights how western cultures are so focused on materiality and like visual superficial qualities and it explains the obsession with botox and the pressure that a lot of people are starting to feel because of how normal botox is now ukeireru is kind of similar um in that it's all about again acceptance and kind of detaching from outcomes not trying to control just like accepting things as they are and reacting to things like very objectively 
Um, I wrote a blog post on this a few years ago, so I'll repost that because um, it gives a good explanation of it. But the concept of ukeireru and just accepting as they are and being detached from a situation has helped me so much at work because like in my work, things are very fast paced. It's often quite stressful and it means that the people around me can be quite stressed. And I think I would like to say that I'm good under pressure and I don't tend to let myself get stressed out easily. When you're around that kind of energy a lot, it can start to really get to you. Um, But I always think like there's literally no point in getting stressed over anything. When I remember to put ukeireru into practice, I kind of start to see the situations around me, the people around me, like from a very detached, objective perspective. And it really helps me to just like step outside of my own um, perspective and look at things more rationally and not let other people's emotions impact my own emotions. It just helps to be like super level-headed and super calm and... I think a lot of our stress comes from the fact that we have no control over how we react to the situations and the people around us. Um, and so when you put into practice ukeireru or just acceptance, you basically remove that cause of stress because you, when you're detached from a situation, when you're accepting something as it is, you are kind of surrendering to it and not allowing yourself to get so emotional about things and I think in terms of whether that's like with work or in your relationships like that's the way to be successful to be able to be like more rational and more observant and like detached from things not in an unhealthy way not like disassociating from your emotions but if you're able to like acknowledge your emotions and but also like learn to let them go and detach from it then you're able to take in so much more information than you would if you're just thinking about like me and my emotions how am i feeling da, da, da. like when you're detached there's just more space and more energy for you to direct to ab- absorbing and understanding what's going on around you and making better choices on how to react moving forwards. Ikigai is a Japanese concept that kind of translates to like your reason for being or the thing that makes life worth living for you. And so Ikigai means to define and practice your purpose in life. So the reason you get up in the morning, the whatever makes you tick. And it's the idea that everyone has something that they're passionate about and that brings them joy and by pursuing that passion they're able to find more meaning and fulfillment in their lives um and some people think of it as their like mission for life or their calling or whatever um but i think you can have ikigai like i said in my um passion episode um you can have ikigai or reason for being in so many other ways other than like your vocation for example i think in japan when people from what i understand about 
Japanese culture and what I've seen and experienced, Japanese people are so used to being extremely mindful because all of these philo- philosophies are about being mindful, about being present, about being aware. And so when you're practicing mindfulness in everything that you do in life, like whether that's as small as like like holding the door open for someone that you see might be might struggle um, or like something bigger, like when you're used to that, putting mindfulness into practice, then you're also used to facing reality and facing situations, not going through life like because like not going through not going through the motions of life without really thinking about it like you're always thinking you're always observing you're always trying to be more aware um and so i don't see this problem as much with like japanese society but i have thought that like in western societies like a lot of people the reason why they feel lost is because they don't feel they understand what they're doing things for like why they're getting up in the morning and um you know doing their job or whatever it might be and I think life can be so depressing no matter how successful you are if you don't know what makes you feel alive if you don't understand what how you interpret your purpose on earth to be and I don't care if you don't believe in fate or like you know, having a mission or, or whatever, but whether you believe that or not, I think that you can create meaning for yourself and it doesn't just like land at your feet, you know, it meaning comes from pursuing and making an effort to understand yourself and the world around you and how you relate to it. And so, and uh, true meaning and true value in finding something for you for you that makes you happy is by going through experiences like that make you struggle in order to get find that meaning because otherwise without that struggle there is really no meaning um and so it can be a scary thing to put pressure on yourself to find your passion but if you don't try you're never going to find it it doesn't just appear one day. Finding your reason for being comes from putting yourself in new experiences and trying new things. And it's not something to be afraid of, like the effort to, to, to get there. And if you don't make that a priority now, I think it creates a danger of you going through your life and years later, years down the line, like really hitting a wall and like struggling like you're never gonna live life to the full and appreciate everything if you don't know what makes you tick and again I said this in in my passion episode it doesn't mean like oh my passion is writing and uh, or like my passion is like singing it doesn't have to be a thing it can be a concept like for me I have lots of things I enjoy doing but I think my ikigai my reason for being is just like the simple idea of expressing myself and finding new perspective 
through my conversations with people i just really 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 like it and it makes me really happy when i have a day of like new realizations and a day where someone wanted to hear what i had to say and had thoughts on that and changed my perspective and i changed theirs like i just love that human connection and just like sharing sharing ideas i just really like that and that's i know that that's my reason for being um and so obviously that's really abstract and that can be done through so many different things um so it doesn't have to be something so concrete but honestly if i didn't understand that about myself and if i didn't recognize that i don't know if i would have the motivation to do a lot of things that i do in life and i don't know if i would be as happy as i was um and as at peace with myself as i as i am now so i'm grateful for understanding that but that level of understanding and appreciation for what i find my reason for being is didn't just like arrive it came through lots of struggles and lots of situations in which i felt lost what i'm trying to say is it's okay if you don't have it now but having that as a priority having that as an intention to find your ikigai and to live in alignment with that ikigai will make your life so much more meaningful so kaizen means continuous improvement or changing for the better and i think it's used a lot in a business context of just like constantly trying to improve efficiency and effectiveness in all aspects of a business or whatever but it can also be used in a personal context and it's often associated with the idea of like going half a percent at a time or like taking many small steps in- instead of trying to go from like a to b in in one go um and i really like it because i think when you see if you imagine uh your goal or your challenge as a mountain like looking at the top of the mountain is extremely intimidating and scary and you know when you look at the length of your legs you're like how am i going to make that step how am i going to get all the way there um but when you think of things in a kaizen way and appreciate that it's not about one move that gets you somewhere it's about all the little steps that you take which get you to that end goal and being okay with those small steps not trying to rush everything and do it do everything at once just being focused and intentional and prepared to put in effort for the long term and just like setting smaller goals which get you to the big goal and i think you can use this um you know at work if if you want to like achieve one project you you break it down into bite size like 10 bite size different goals and once you hit all 10 you've hit that big goal or um if you want to exercise every day you don't need to do like three hours every day you can just make sure that you're putting at least 10 minutes of effort every day to exercise um rather than doing like a three-hour workout all at once i think by embracing this idea of many small steps it helps us to build 
better habits because those small steps mean you have to be consistent and that consistency that promoting that consistency will build those habits that will not only get you from that first big goal get you to that first big goal but also help build the 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 foundations of you know propelling you forward in so many other aspects of life and so many other goals that you might have in the future i think kaizen is about appreciating that things take time and to be patient to train yourself to just be patient and to stay focused to stay aligned with what you want and never giving up i love this next one obaitori um, is an ancient japanese idiom and it comes from the kanji which means like the japanese characters uh, for the four trees that bloom in spring so cherry blossom peach plum and apricot and each it's about how each flower blooms in its own time and the meaning behind the idiom is that we all grow and bloom at our own pace so we should never compare ourselves to other people um and not only can you apply that in terms of success that you desire in life but also in terms of beauty or in terms of personality like more general concepts of the self it helps to appreciate that everyone everyone's uniqueness is what makes them special not looking like someone else and again like this removes that stress level of like assessing your own situation and looking at other people's situations and being like that's not where i am well it doesn't matter like it really doesn't matter as long as you're doing what you need to be doing to get you where you want to be that's all good and things happen at different times for everyone i think comparison is one of the worst ways that i think comparison is honestly the downfall of our society right now everything that we do we're always comparing each other and it means that not only do we not appreciate what's already like what we already have but also it means that we forget how valuable our own individuality and our uniqueness is life gets so good when you can be happy just and at peace with yourself and not stress about how you compare to other people um because if you're always comparing yourself to other people then you're always chasing what's not there with you um and it means you're always just living in the future and that creates anxiety and that creates stress and not comparing yourself to other people just allows you to just be zen with yourself and yeah i think it removes a huge component of the reason why we get stressed mono no aware is similar to wabi-sabi and that it means the pathos of things or the poignancy of existence but it's also translated as having empathy towards all things um or what is fleeting and so it's like a feeling of bitter sweetness stemming from the passing of time and the impermanence of all things and so mono no aware is often used to describe the experience of seeing something really beautiful like a flower blooming um but also recognizing that it will eventually fade and die so it's kind of like that mindfulness concept around just appreciation 
of something that is there right now um and i think it encourages people to be aware of like how fleeting life is and to just cherish the beauty and the joy that can be found in the everyday that can be found in the present moment that you have right now um, and not living in the future like i said earlier and i think if you enjoy the impermanence of things it allows you to be appreciative of something whilst also also being detached from it so if we go back to the concept of botox and and wrinkles i'm going to have an intention to appreciate like my youthful skin now and appreciate my youth now but also be okay with the fact that it's not going to be there forever and like my aging skin in the future i will also appreciate that we can bring this into love in our relationships as well um and i talked about this a little bit in my love episode but i think love isn't about possession or ownership over someone it's appreciation so loving someone while the relationship while you're in the relationship and not having an attachment to whatever you think that relationship should be or the outcome just appreciating each day as it comes i think that's when you can love someone fully and it's not about having expectations of what that person or that relationship should be or certain outcomes it's just loving them as they are without your projection or ideals of them kintsugi is the art of golden repair so this is now quite trendy um but it's basically the idea that you know if a bowl breaks then you can put the pieces back together with gold lacquer um and it looks like beautiful the the uh imperfections can be made to look more unique and beautiful um and so it's about like celebrating flaws and again kintsugi comes from wabi-sabi where imperfections are considered admirable and the name itself kintsugi is a reference to like the golden journeys that we all have so kind of this perspective that not only our experiences good and bad create like our beauty our individuality but also um you know how we can embrace our own flaws as you know things that make us beautiful and i always say this but i think things are more beautiful and unique and there's more to appreciate when there's been more of a journey to get there and so there's more meaning when there's imperfection and so i just love 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 that concept of just appreciating everything and accepting like flaws because it's such an easy way to just be mindful and be in the present moment and to live and see things from a perspective of gratitude shikata ganai is a japanese phrase that basically translates to there's nothing to be done um, my mom says this all the time but it's basically to express a sense of resignation or acceptance when you face a difficult or annoying situation um it's similar to the english phrase it is what it is um and it's used when someone faces a situation that they know cannot be changed or a challenge that can't be fixed and that the best course of action is to just accept the situation as it is and move forwards and so in this sense shikata ganai can be seen as another form of acceptance and as a result resilience 
And I think it encourages people to just let go of things that they don't have control on over and just to focus on what they can do to move forwards. Um, and so Shikataganai is all about just not trying to go against the flow, accepting the Tao as the ancient Chinese philosophy or the way or accepting divinity or like God's will, you know, God willing or whatever. And I think it's about having no regrets and just detaching from the situation and moving forwards. Yugeng is a Japanese concept um, that can be translated to mystery or depth. And it's basically a feeling of wonder or awe that you experience when you encounter something that's really profound or moving. And it's associated with the idea that there is a hidden or unseen dimension to the world um, that's beyond our everyday human understanding. And by being open to this mystery, we can then experience a deeper sense of connection and meaning. And Yugen can be seen as like a form of spiritual or emotional depth. And I think it encourages people to look beyond the surface of things and to seek out deeper meaning in their lives. Um, but this wonder and awe is similar to what Anna was saying in uh, my guest in the last episode from last week about manifestation. I think tapping into that kind of childlike wonder allows you to just experience and to be open to the unknown and open to what could be, like all the possibilities that life could bring you. And Yugen represents like an open-mindedness and an acknowledgement that our smallness doesn't like limit the possibilities of the universe like there is so much that we don't understand and like the universe is so vast and holds so much more than we could ever possibly imagine so how dare we impose our own smallness and small-mindedness onto it i think um but again like what anna was saying in the episode last week having that all and that surrender to mystery and to to depth is what helps you kind of tap into the power of your thoughts and law of attraction and all of all of those things um but i think acknowledging how mysterious this world is makes life so much more exciting because you're kind of surrendering surrendering to the fact that you will never know everything there's always more to learn to understand and i think it also acknowledges the subtle connections between all of us like how we are all connected and it relates to things like synchronicities and um just like weird alignments that we see in our lives and things like that always happen to me but i don't try and i don't need to like understand everything i just know that like the movement of life is so mysterious yugen to me is about surrendering to like the divinity of everything and surrendering to how i don't know anything and i'm always learning i'm always growing and that's the fun that's the fun thing about life that there's always transformation to be had there's always learning there's always new realizations to be had i hope these concepts 
made you think a little more. I hope they give you um, a way to be more mindful in the way that you go about life. And I'm not just saying this because I'm part Japanese. I genuinely think there's so much to take from Japanese culture. I find it really inspiring the way that people like these philosophies of life. Um, and I think what underpins all of it is just like surrender to things as they are. And when you do that, like you just take out all reason to be to have any negative feelings to be stressed to be anxious and it allows you to just absorb all the and appreciate all that's good in the world and know that even if there are struggles and difficult times and negative situations there's always good to be acknowledged and appreciated and there's always something that you can be happy about you don't always need to chase something else and feel a sense of lack I think these by being mindful in this way, you can feel fulfilled in the simplicity of life and not allow you to f- allow yourself to feel the pressures of chasing what you don't have. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that was thank you so much for listening guys if you want me to talk about anything in specific or if you have any thoughts on this episode let me know i would love to hear from you and as always i would love if you could please leave me a review give me a rating on spotify or apple um and i'll see you guys next week bye